You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I mean, it's clearly not that I've missed it, but in a way... I think you kind of miss it. I didn't miss it, but it did bring back a little bit of nostalgia for me. I mean, it's been a while, and I didn't realize how much... I think that's the definition of missing something, if you're getting nostalgic about it. Nostalgic, but not necessarily, not wishing it to come back again. I'm just saying, it it did bring back a little bit of that moment, where I'm like, oh, this seems familiar. It's like something, maybe it just seemed familiar... Where I'm like, okay, what, I'm like comfortable with this. Or something? Yeah, where like I was comfortable with it, but really I shouldn't be. Kind of like a Stockholm syndrome kind of situation. But either way, I do, I do want to say this. Like I'm you liked very it, proud. but you shouldn't. I am very proud that my walk is still 100 percent accurate. Oh, it's on. All right, we'll explain this. It's Hello, fun. everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Greg, We've got you a lot sound of so stuff professional right now. To get to, I do the intro the same way that we do. I know, no, but it sounded like really super professional when you were doing it that, that time. That sounded good? Okay. Yeah, it did. Alright. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt the flow. It was just a, a, a comment It was on like it. really good, like the timbre was good, the pacing. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, everything was just real solid. Where are we doing live reviews of air checks Ten right out of ten. Okay, Would ten out of ten. Alright. Sweet. <laughs> yes. Alright, sir. Well, you know what? I give ten out of ten. Oh, no. That's the Amazon link at <laughs> funemploymentradio.com. That gets ten out of ten in my book. Oh, my gosh. Um, you know what's getting ten out of ten? Uh, when I went to funemploymentradio.com, clicked on the Amazon link and bought my skin wand, I'm loving it right now. Uh, go ahead and listen to last uh, week's episode to find the last episode before this one. You can find out yeah, all I'm about the skin wand. More, I'm not going to give any more description. I'm just saying, like, I am thoroughly satisfied with my Amazon purchase by going to funemploymentradio.com and clicking on the Amazon link. And that's the most important part of that, that story. That is the most is important part. I mean, that's the most right satisfying now, part. Making your shopping decisions and you want to help out your favorite podcast or one of your. Uh, what? Did you say podcast? No, I said podcast. That was it. <laughs> I'll fix it in post so it sounds yeah. correct. Uh, go to funemploymentradio.com. Click on the Amazon link. That would be great. Also, uh, we're going to be joined by a guest here in just a little bit, Tim Ledwith, who's a comedian here in town. He's going to be joining us to talk about a show that he has coming up. So that'll be in about uh, 25 minutes or so. Uh, he'll be popping on the show. All right. So to explain what happened, we've got a tale for you today. Oh, we have a so, tale to tell. And uh, I feel like I should do... I, guess, I don't know how to approach this because it was so horrible and magical all at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll, like it really was the most uncomfortable I've been in a long time. Let me tease it. Um, possible meth use, threats of violence, and racism all combined in Southeast Portland. Into one. Into one. Into a, a typical Saturday then, night in Southeast Portland. And add in. A tropical tropical themed party. Okay, <laughs> so there's there's the basis. Here, let's let's get started on this. So. Um, and they said we could talk about it, and and I won't give their no, she, address. No, she hundred percent said like yeah. you can say that it was at her house. It was it's mine. yeah. I'm just I'm not going to say the address or anything like that, but the area of town I think will make it pretty clear. So <laughs> here in Portland, there's there's a section of town, and a lot of newer people probably don't know this, or maybe they haven't heard this well, term because before. They think Portland is like just around the Willamette. Like and there's a uh, Portland's a broader base. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a big city, and there's a there's a whole section of Southeast Portland um, that's that's always been known if you've been around here for a while, and it's changed the boundaries a little bit as people have kind of got pushed out, but it's uh, colloquially collo- God damn it, that's a hard word to say. Colloquially, 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 <laughs> colloquially. I don't know why I have problems with that word. Colloquially. Why are you using that word? That's a big word. 
Well, I'm I'm not afraid of big words, Sarah. I just can't say I think say you that. are, Greg. I think you just proved that you're afraid colloquially, of Colloquially, I don't know. This, the Q's and the L's are too many of them. <laughs> colloquially known as felony flats. And it's known for that because of the, well, it's it's felony flats. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. There's a, there's a lot of arrests out there. A lot of methods. It's crazy out there. Uh, gangs. You, you name it. It is kind of like wild, wild westy. Like you yeah. think like when you're in Portland, it's like, oh, everyone's like wholesome and, you know, and mm. very white and unthreatening and riding their bikes around. You get out uh, past 82nd, it's no man's land out there. Well, and it's it's just the fact that it's, um yeah, it's. It's the Wild West. It reminds you that this is a city and we do have all that stuff it, that other cities it have. It does because so, you see all the gentrification like in central Portland and then like it reminds you, which is why I like going out there. It reminds you like, no, you're in a city that is diverse and crazy and full of crazy people still are just being pushed to the yeah the outskirts. Yeah, so felony flats. And that's where my house, where where I bought a house, you know, 12 years ago, I was that was still part of felony flats. Now it's kind of moved away from me. But for years, I had my meth head neighbors who were the one, they just held on, they held on Aww. and stayed there uh, next to me. Oh, I'm not, I'm not giving you miss a, them? no, I don't miss them. I mean, longtime listeners of this show know about my 10 year battle with the meth heads, uh, the meth head neighbors, you know, and everything that I had to deal with them. And, and I'll, I'll, Give it a few examples. But anyway, I'm very familiar with this, with having the method neighbors, the people that walk by your house. There's a walk I demonstrated on our YouTube channel, which still is absolutely 100% accurate of how meth heads walk. Eddie misses them as much as you do. He's just commenting. Yeah, yeah I mean – through the years, there were so many, so Should many I moments. Play through the years, <laughs> uh, yeah, I could, I could, you could play through the years, and I can give a couple of highlights of my meth head neighbors and what I had to deal with. I mean, gosh, from the moment I moved in, really, from the moment I bought my house, because they had already lived there, and essentially they were allowed to keep living there despite their numerous crimes, because they had a relative who owned the property and would not kick them out. I remember the first time I was. I had just purchased my house, and actually Mount St. Helens had erupted. Um, And I uh, was watching. It was the recent eruption, I don't know, 10, 12 years ago. Oh, I remember that one. I was – that was – no, that was like I think in like 2003, 2003, 2004. No, it was after that because I'd already owned the house. 2005, I think. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm sorry, Greg. Um, And I uh, walked out on my front porch and – my roommate and I were very excited because we could see it from my house. And we're like, holy crap, Mount St. Helens is erupting. And a gentleman was walking by the neighborhood and being a friendly sort. I was like, hey, come up here and take a look at this. This is very exciting. And he came up and he stood there and looked. And the excitement kind of waned for a moment. And then he walked into my house. And I realized, oh, no, I've just invited a very strange guy who's but clearly on Why did on you meth. invite him into your house? I didn't. He just walked into my house. I invited him up on the porch to take a look because it was a good view. Being friendly and that such. is your your problem. You cannot be too friendly in uh, the deep southeast. Well, uh, again, this is part of the tale of what happened. <laughs> so as uh, as he came in, he stood there and started looking around everything at everything in my house, and then uh, said, "Hey, I live next door. You guys want to buy some weed?" And uh, and I said, "No, thank you." And then he left, and then I realized what I had to deal with for my neighbors. From there, through the years, they would steal cars. In the middle of the night. They'd leave them on blocks in front of your house, Drive them in front of my house and then uh, strip them overnight. And I would wake up in the morning to find them on blocks. They would have their friends pull up in giant RVs that uh, clearly meth head, roaming meth heads. Over the years, I've given names to all different kinds of meth heads. Uh, Roaming meth heads. wild Who who would show up in their uh, RV. And we're not talking like Walter White level. We're talking about the, the, the base level. 
who would uh, show up there and park it on front of my property and then drag an extension cord down the block across my property to plug into their RV, where I would unplug it and throw it back out onto the sidewalk. I still don't know if they ever knew my name. I'm pretty sure they just knew my name, as I'd said this before, they'd, as they'd frequently call me. I'm assuming affectionately when they would walk by my so house, stare at me and grab their Does stare at my house and grab name? grab their their crotch and yell out, exclaim at me, "Fuck you, maggot!" Only not with an M, with an F. I'm pretty sure that's how they only knew my name. Oh my gosh! They, uh, they, they never, I doubt, ever got my real name. No. They just think I'm maggot with an F. That's oh how my, they refer to me. Uh, it was just brought up in the chat. I forgot about Lumpy. Oh, Lumpy. God, Lumpy was the original. <laughs> Lumpy wasn't the original. Lumpy was... Uh, I know he came in a little late, but you know what? Yeah. He was the most memorable, I'd say. Uh, there was a, Gosh, there was a lots of them over there. Was, no, the two Lump- brothers were the main ones. Lumpy was the most memorable. Lumpy, um, <laughs> Lumpy was the guy who had a giant growth on the side of his face. He had a and giant like goiter or something. I don't think it was a goiter because it's on his cheek. I, it was I, something... Some sort of I, I, growth. Don't, I don't know what it was. Clearly, he needed medical attention, but he did refuse to. <laughs> so instead, what he would do is mean mug anybody who walked down the street and then would. Um, he walked by me one time, standing on my own property, mean mug me, doing the meth head walk, which we'll post that video of my demonstration on this episode. It's pretty spot on. And then he looked at me and then turned to the street and spit and then looked back at me and then stormed off to. to well, you can Scare tell it's some sort of it isn't like an ailment that is like permanently there because as you can see through the years when we found Lumpy and we were looking at all of his mugshots, yeah, it kind of grows and <laughs> shrinks, yeah, depending on uh, what month it is. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of Lumpy mugshots. Um, yeah, that's being noted. Some other people in the live chat at funemploymentradio.com/slash live have some of their favorite memories of my oh, yes, neighbors. Oh so. uh, Let's see. Uh, Keelan remembers when they stripped a full boat. In less than 48 hours. <laughs> I was actually leaving town when they pulled up with this giant metal boat. Probably 20-foot long boat. I mean, it was a big boat. And uh, and Keelan got to watch them strip it over the course of 48 hours. Down to nothing. Down to nothing. I mean, that's that's downright impressive. Yeah. Uh, oh, yes. Uh, some other favorite memories. There was the time I was hanging out in the backyard having a, having a um, barbecue. And somebody came up to my fence and started yelling, Is Tina there? Is Tina there? I'm looking for Tina. And we, you know, we're like, uh, no, Tina's not here. We're like, are you sure? Are you sure there's no Tina here? We're like, no. And uh, found out afterward. Thank you to all of the listeners who helped flush that one out. Um, Tina was code for for meth, methamphetamines, because it was Crystal Christina. <gasps> That's why Tina. I was trying to find the connection. Yeah. So we we got some education from them mm-hmm. as well. Uh, yeah, oh whole- yes, Keelan's also bringing up another good memory. <laughs> Uh, when they had prostitutes. Oh yeah, the toots. <laughs> I forgot about they were running the toots there for a while. Uh, yeah, they, they no had. Lie. Yeah, they had toots running out. Um, as Keelan says, they decided to start running whores openly out in the street, and they did <laughs> right on the corner. Yep, prostitutes. They had that going for a while. The whole meth, methy neighbor powerarchy, hierarchy. Gosh, there's just so many different things. Oh yeah, and so the woman many. who would stand on the roof and bark at my dogs. Yeah. So anyway, let's get back to this weekend. All right. Well, that's just a little sampling. Just sorry, a little, sorry. I could reminisce for hours on we kind of, uh, my meth head neighbors. Fall into some happy memories there. But, uh, so that's what I dealt with. You know, and now, now they've moved out. Now I have uh, Russian gangsters, I'm assuming. So anyway, we, uh, we got a little taste of this, this 
this weekend, oh, where boy, we went we. out to our friends uh, Scott and Lily's house. Now, they live in what is still Felony Flats. It's where a lot of people live in a to. nice house, but it is still is a nice. terrifying neighborhood. Yeah, but the neighborhood is definitely it's, still. I mean, I'm, I don't think I'm like speaking out of term when I say like yeah. it's still it's sketchy. Yeah, definitely. And they know it. Like it's getting better, you know, every year that goes by and people get more and more pushed out, but it's it's still in the sketchy process. Right yes, now. absolutely. Still very much in the sketchy process. And um and we were out there and they have a they have a front porch that we were hanging out on. Randomly enough, because everybody's going over to watch the um, the Oregon basketball game, watch the you know the March Madness game. And he decided to – somehow this came about that we decided to have a tropical-themed party. I think because we all missed Hawaii. Well, a lot of us were there at the same time. And so tropical-themed for some reason we all decided to um, go with. I will just go ahead and take credit for that because I believe that I wanted to, it to be tropical-themed. And so I decided to go to the dollar store and buy a bunch of tropical-themed stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a lot of it. Uh, yes. So – so so we're wearing, you know, like Hawaiian shirts and there's decorations and stuff. But we're hanging out on the front porch and uh, and just talking. few of us, no, no big deal, having a couple of drinks. And this guy starts walking down the street, which is not abnormal to see some weird people walk down their street. So it's many kind of a weird side people street. walk down the street. But this guy in particular was wearing a... Um, Seahawks jersey. Uh, yeah, I think it was a Seahawks no, I don't know was, if it was a Seahawks it jersey. Was a Seahawks it was, a, it was a tw- number 12, but... Yeah. Uh, was- so he's walking down with that. Uh, yeah, with his jersey, long red hair, and a backwards hat, and he's and shorts on, of course. And he's walking down the street, and he's doing one of these things where he's looking up at the house. Now, I know most of the people that would have been coming over there. I'm like, I don't think that's one of their friends, but okay. No, because that's, he was staring, and so like everyone kind of thought that maybe somebody yeah. knew him. Well, he was doing the thing where you walk <laughs> down the middle of the street, and you're and he's looking. He's looking at us like unbreakingly looking as he's walking. And he gets closer. I'm like, okay, no, that's not a friendly look. That's a that's a meth head mean mugging look where they glare at you and they think you're going to be intimidated by it. And so he's walking down the street. And as he's walking, he's shifting his body to make sure his glare always stays on us. And and to where he's ends up, he's walking backwards as he's going past the house and proceeds to go down maybe maybe about half a house length and just stands in the middle of the street staring, doing his puffed up chest. It look. was weird. And at one point, I laughed about something we were talking about, and he started mocking me in the street. He's like, ho, 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 ho. I'm like, oh my god. I mean, to be fair, most people mock Greg, but yeah, but uh, this one was. <laughs> This one in particular, I'm like, oh, all right, I see what's going on down here. So that that got my attention, and we're looking down here. And then at that point, he decided to raise his arms in the air and start yelling out, "Fucker, bitches, I'm right here!" And this is this is what he's yelling. You know, You're too he, good at that. Even just redoing it, fucker, like, you sound exactly, fucker, bitches, I'm right bitches, here, I'm right here, bitches, waving his arms in the air. This was just happening. By the way, it's like daylight. It's about oh yeah, uh, this is it's six like o'clock. Six, six o'clock. Six o'clock. The game had just the game hadn't even started yet. <laughs> no, actually, so we were just waiting for like the game PM. to start. Like we were just all over there, waiting, like ready to watch the game, and all of a sudden, stringy-haired Seahawks jersey guys screaming, "Fucker, bitches!" Yeah, and so I'm like, "All right." Well, this is happening. What is happening? So we're watching that go on. (laughs) Like, okay. Like, you know, because we just got there. So everyone's kind of sober and like, what the fuck is happening right yeah, now? Yeah, yeah. And that was just but, the beginning. But that's why it triggered it. I'm just like, oh, we got ourselves a meth head. All right. <laughs> like, okay. I know, I know how this thing works. <laughs> and he's standing there yelling in the street and all of us are just confused. Like, why the hell is he mad at us? Who, who is this guy? 
And why is he calling us bitches and fuckers? <laughs> and bitches. So, Fucker, I'm right here. Yelling out, I'm right here. I'm like, okay. We weren't aware that he was right We there. noticed. <laughs> and thank you for that update, sir, standing in the middle of the street. Now, that's going on. And um, at, at this point, this house next door, we start hearing a, a woman's voice yelling out, Get inside! You get inside right now! You get in here! And this, this woman starts... Starts moving out into the street and is grabbing the guy who's trying to evade her <laughs> her pole to get back into the house. But while she's doing that, she's not really trying to control the situation. So this is the house next door no, that's no, no, trying to bring takes, this guy in. This takes a turn. She's not doing the good thing. And as she's bringing him in, she decides to look over at the house and look over at the – obviously this woman lives there and she's looking at the people on the porch. Why didn't you just fucking call me? You should have fucking called me. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's – can I say why, why yes. she was saying that? And so, now we and then we found out why. And then we found out why. So uh, basically, these neighbors, uh, Scott and Lily's, they're terrible people, and uh, they had a dog. Uh, they had a dog that uh, got out and killed Scott's cat. It, yeah, which was this, awful. It was. It, this it was happened a, a few months ago. A few months ago, it was horrible. Like they don't have. They didn't have a safe residence for the dog. Um, it broke through the fence and and killed their cat. And it was awful and it was traumatic and animal services were called the dog was taken away it was uh, it was replaced to some place that had you know like better fencing they weren't allowed to have the dog back until they could like properly pet yeah, it or kennel it something like that something was, like that yeah. anyway the dog isn't supposed to be there so flash forward to uh friday night yeah i guess the night before we were there the night before um and uh, Lily is at the house, and she sees a dog that looks very much like the one that uh, killed Jupiter. And uh, sure enough, so she decided to call the uh, the uh, the homeowner because, like, they're always uh, the ne- next door neighbors are always like outside, well, like drunkenly screaming at each other, and they wanted to go over and talk to them. However, it's like really hard to actually have a conversation with them, so they know the owner of the house. So they called them just like, "Hey, those those people rent from the owner. They rent so from they the owner, and so uh, she knows the owner. She called and she's like, "Hey, just so you know." Uh, the pit bull is back. They, the, I'm like pretty sure it's probably the same one that killed Jupiter. Just so you know, because that that was one of the stipulations for them to stay there is they can't have the pit bull there. Um, yeah. So anyway, so they called the owner. Apparently, the owner called Crazy Lady, and then this is where it goes. Yeah, and so Crazy Lady apparently has her son. So the redhead guy, the long haired redhead guy who's yelling out uh, bitches, is her <laughs> I'm son. Here. Her blessed little snowflake child, who was a grown man. Um, yeah, I believe he had a mustache as well. He had like a little. He had like remnants of like what kind was of trying he was to trying to grow one. And and that's who that's who the uh, that's who the, <laughs> this was that woman's son. So clearly she's okay with his anger and his displays of yelling things in the street because uh, she should have. You should have called me. And so. So she gets inside, and we're all like, what the fuck was that? And we're talking to Scott and Lily, and they're like, oh, geez, yeah, so I guess the no, landlord so must have told them. No, we can't because we just hear them yelling because they're just yelling from their front porch. Well, I, uh, well, yeah. And this is at what, that point, yeah. Uh, this is what they continued to do, yeah. So after uh, – they, they explained it to us, the whole backstory, and we're like, okay, that was weird. And then you could hear her. Yeah, she kept coming back out on her porch yelling out, you should have called me my fucking guy. You fucking bitch. Yeah. You fucking bitch. Yeah. And the guy <laughs> proceeded to start into the – one of the best things that uh, meth heads do. One of the most fascinating traits is the where they start like pumping themselves weird. up. It's like they've watched too much professional wrestling or something, and so they think that's how that's how to intimidate people. Is you start making grunting noises. Ooh. 
Like you're a caged animal. That was weird. Like I thought somebody was like making like like joking noises, uh-uh. but it was really him out there going. Ugh. Which I I could not help it. I started laughing, and I probably laughed <laughs> I pretty loud, so I'm sure he heard it. But at that point, it was just hilarious to me. Like, oh my god, he's See, over I didn't there find grunting. That hilarious. I was kind of terrified the entire time. I wasn't that, too worried. There was well, enough are we of us there. About, so when they when she came over onto the porch. Okay, yeah. So that's where it proceeded to, and that's what I'm getting to. Um, so. So that happened. We go inside, and we're like, "All right, well, that was a weird thing. Uh, I guess that's the end of that." And I mean, it was you know, a lot of yelling, bit- like no exaggeration. Like she was screaming, and she's just like, "You fucking bitch!" Like out on the, and, and then like her drunk husband was yelling, like, uh, "No, the husband wasn't there at that point." Oh, it was. was the, I guess the, it was the, the, the grunty son. Yeah. All right, yeah. yeah, never mind. So somebody yeah. else was like, "Yeah, yeah," and so. So we go back inside. We're we're hanging out. We're like, okay, well, that was a very strange experience, and uh, I guess maybe that's over now. So we'll just kind of leave it. And then, what do you know? You start hearing this clonk, 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 clonk up the stairs, <laughs> and somebody looks outside. I did. It I was, was you. Yeah. I'm like, watch. Scott, there's a crazy lady on your front porch. <laughs> That's exactly verbatim what I said. <laughs> and so, so Scott and Lily go over there to open the door. And again, you know, I'm not. I don't want to get involved because it's not my place. If Scott and Lily want me to be. I am more than happy to be get involved with this stuff, but I'm like, it's their house. They're in charge. They handle it however they want to. And so they they open the door, and the woman started laying in. You should have called me. You should have done this. And this is when we got a real gem oh of a my phrase. God, oh, I know what you're gonna say. What I don't, I still don't even understand what that meant. So this is what this woman said. This is when it went from uh, just your standard ordinary meth heads to crossing over to a special kind of meth head. And this woman kept kept saying that she was peppering it in with her with her. You she know, was unintelligible saying it like screaming. normally. Uh, she was like, "You should have come over and called me. You should you should come to talk to me. That's the white thing to do. You should have been white about it." That's the white thing to do. You should have been white about it. Now, she's just rambling, so this is, like, peppered in. And all of us are kind of standing in the back, but we can hear it because we're right next to the door also, while Scott and Lily are talking there. It's just mind-boggling. She's, she's like, peppering this in. I've never and, heard anything like that before. Uh, Suman's saying, are you certain she didn't have a speech impediment? Oh, I'm certain. No, she said it so, so many times. This is what she kept peppering in. And finally, you know, Scott and Lily, Lily were trying to de-escalate the situation and just make them go away. And And... Eventually, he's Scott's just like, I don't know what that means, but I'm telling you, fine, we will talk to you afterward. They were they were doing the – probably the rational thing was just de-escalate the crazy no, and, they did and just, the best thing and just because, apologize and make them yeah. go away. I, I would have gotten into it with them, and I wanted to, but that probably would not have been the right thing to do. Um, yeah, which by the but, so that but that, let's talk about that phrase. Yeah, the phrase. So I had never heard it. Nobody that we were with had ever heard it except for our buddy Jay, who works in a car shop, and he was like, "Oh, I've heard." He's like, "I, I heard some you know like mechanic people say that like jokingly." Our friend Jay is Mexican too, by the way. So he was like, "Yeah." He's like, "I hear like that's just a phrase that some people say. Like, do like be white about it. Like, why can't you be white about it?" I, like, I have never heard that. Yeah, I, I think I'm fortunate that I haven't. Um, but yeah, that's apparently a thing those people say. So I guess it's implying that. White people would handle Should it differently or something. I, I don't, don't know. know. I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure what it was. But that was what she was peppering in with her whole tirade. And so um, – And she said it 
so many times. Yeah. Like after when she was just like, why would you fucking call him fucking? Why could you be what about it? Like, yeah, kept saying it over and over. And to the point we're all sitting in there and it's like it's so tense. It's, you know, in the middle of the afternoon. This is like 6.15. Well, the, the bonus was so then the son came back to provide, uh, I don't know, his input, which was pacing back and forth on the sidewalk doing more of his ooh, ooh, <laughs> grunting noises, pacing back and forth, stirring himself up. And eventually, Scott and Lily just – they just kept trying to de-escalate it to get the woman to go away. And eventually she did go away. So, And she went away and we all kind of went back out on the porch and uh, the son did not. He decided to stay there. And, and just walk back and forth. And walk back and forth and yell out, um, fucker, I'm right here, uh, waving his arms in the air. While Jay and I did laugh at him, though. That, also, that you guys did laugh fun. at him. We, we were uh, laughing at him. Also, I do have to say, so the woman kept insisting that the pit bull wasn't the same one. And then she started calling it the exact same name as the pit bull that killed the cat. Turned out it was the same pit bull. And then it took a giant dump in the yard. And she didn't even do anything and just left. Yeah. And it was unleashed. So that was yeah. that was the icing on that cake. That was the capper. Yeah. So that's that so she's was... complaining about. She's saying like how responsible she is as she's you know throwing out racist bullshit and profanity, yeah. and then her dog shits in the yard and she doesn't pick it up and just leaves with her leashless dog. It's like that's that's yeah. about right. <laughs> so that's that's what happened. Now nothing really happened after that. There was some more yelling from that guy. He he would do like walks around the block and walk around and. And, no, I uh, thought there was going to be yell. more. We were all like braced um, for more. Oh, I was ready for him to try to come up on. Yeah, I, I do not like that kind of thing. So, oh, Jay, Jay was waiting. Jay up there. and I were both. Yeah, you guys both wouldn't leave the front porch. Just like, all right, let's. They were just waiting. I don't. Uh, I mean, it's one thing dealing with the meth heads, but then you throw in some some racism on top. I'm like, all right, well, that's enough. Now I've had enough. No, uh, but you that know, was like, the, and it was the smart so, thing to do is to not get involved. And the worst thing about it though is like, who who says that shit and who thinks that it's all right to say well, something like that to somebody? And like, you would be like, oh yeah, I'm sorry. It would be the way. those people. I mean, uh, those those shit, kinds racist of, shit bags. Yeah, racist shit bags. Yeah. Uh, turns out are racist shit bags. I, I, there's not much to explain it other than that's who they are. But it was a wonderful introduction and a reminder of <laughs> felony flats. Um, yeah. So for any of you who think uh, Portland is, you know, the super progressive Portlandia oh, that you God. see on no. online, there's we've we've got our stuff too. So it's Just still cross eighty second. It's still there. It's, it's still there. It's still there. But uh, yeah, bringing back the old meth heads, man. I don't know if my methods. I never heard them say racist. I don't stuff. think that your methods. I'm are sure racist. they were. This woman was so pilled and methed out of her mind. Like yeah. I don't even know. Like she just seemed. Yeah, yeah. A special kind of crazy. Oh yeah, but there it was that uh, added to the evening, and then the rest of it was fine. Nothing else happened after that. But uh, that's just that just a reminder of what uh, what else is out there in Portland. Um, okay, oh, Keelan says I heard Greg's method saying all kinds of racist. Shit. I'm sure they did. I'm sure they did. I just don't remember them coming to the porch and saying that because they usually wouldn't come to the porch. They'd yell it over on their own property uh, for the most part. But yeah, anyway, there it is. All right, um, <laughs> I think going from that, why don't we take a break? Let's take a break. Yeah. So uh, we'll take a break here in a minute. We're going to be joined by uh, Tim Ledwith who is here to talk about his show that's coming up. So we'll get to that. We'll leave the meth heads in the past and, uh, and move and on. we're looking toward the future. Looking towards the future. All right. We'll be back here in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. 
No, I'm pretty sure he's the new Judge Judy. Oh, he is I the think, new Judge Judy. I think Judy. it's the future, like that torch is kind of being passed to him. All right, well, I think we, have that's to, how that's gonna work. we have to talk so, to our new friend Tim about that. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Fun Employment Radio. We are joined now by Tim Ledwith. Hello. Hi. How are you doing? Hi. Doing we're well. so happy to have you. Yeah. All right, so um, we're going to talk about your show that's coming up. Of course, it's going to be at, uh, on the 5th at Helium Comedy Club. But I'm sorry, you just laid something out for us. You just you kind of blew our minds, and we need to talk about this. Okay. Yeah. So Tim was asking, uh, you know, how long he's going to be on the show because uh, today, just I'm imagining for planning purposes, because you have something else coming up <laughs> this afternoon that you told us you might be on. Can you talk about this? I didn't even yeah, clear it with that. Uh, yeah, I, th- I can talk about this. I, I had to sign an exclusivity agreement, so I can't um, I can't uh, talk to any other judge shows. Okay, oh, but uh, thankfully neither Sarah or I are judges. <laughs> so Judge yeah. Judy comes a knock, and you're no, like, no, 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 ju- sorry, yeah, no Judge, judge Joe Brown, no, um, I don't know the other one. <laughs> oh judge yeah, Joe, Joe Brown, no People's Court. Oh my God. <laughs> um, uh, no Judge Mills Lane. Um, oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, um, so yeah. this is the one you got the you got the big one now. Yeah, Judge Mathis. Well, basically, uh, back in August, uh, I crashed a car of someone I was dating, and um, you know, I was kind of whiling out this summer a bit, um, and uh, and then you know, I was getting my life back together, and I just you know, I had I basically I I still hadn't. Uh, hadn't paid her back for crashing the car uh-huh. so she brought the case to judge mathis <laughs> that's a weird stuff that's like zero to a hundred well, yeah i mean I, I she asked me if it was cool and i was like oh yeah hell yeah it's cool you know um but um wait, wait so this is a friendly suing yeah uh well uh it is now <laughs> we're being friendly now we were uh we've had some ups and downs um in our uh in our relationship but um you know but yeah uh so she brought it to them so all last week i was talking with the producer like it's we're we're at the final hoop now like i got one last interview with like the main producer today this afternoon and but like they want us because like I think because, like, the story, you know, they're like, they know I'm like a comedian. Mm-hmm. She's a pretty uh, wild character. She's like a witch and stuff. So it's like, you know. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> and, you know, it's like, you know, or I'm like, <laughs> you know, she, it's like, they, they're like, okay, so like, 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 I've had to, they FedExed a thing to me to sign like an exclusivity agreement. So, you know, they spent $8 on postage. Oh, I mean, oh, I think they want us. Yeah. Yeah. And I had to send a picture of my teeth because, Wait. um, uh, well, I don't know because I, I used to be uh, 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 addicted to math, but also I think they do Wait, this to every- for real. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, we oh, don't yeah. need to talk about it, but I'm gonna let you know the first part of our story. Yeah. Our today show is all about was methods. about methods. Really? Because I used to live next door to methods, and oh, yeah. then we we had an encounter with one over the weekend. Yeah. We oh, had really? like a, we had yeah. a meth head fight uh, over this weekend. Oh, really? Well, yeah. yeah I got a lot of those. Wait, stories, can, but, what's, uh, there's nothing. You don't have meth teeth. No, I don't, but I had to send a picture of my teeth to make sure I had teeth because they said too many people show up at Judge Mathis without teeth. <laughs> that somebody had to write that in as Yeah, a no, 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 no. I literally yeah. that was like the first thing. She was like, No, send me a picture of your teeth this afternoon. Are you just to, kidding? she's like she's like she's like, I can, I heard that you're on the subway or something. Just take a picture of your, your teeth on the subway, man. Just I need to see the top and bottom rows. <laughs> oh my god. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're 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 serious. They got they okay. got my teeth. They got 
got they got my exclusivity <laughs> agreement. I just got one more interview today, and then it's a pretty good deal. They they fly you out. They pay the judgment. They also give you like two hundred dollars. They give you like a coupon to a steakhouse. What? <laughs> I get to stay in a hotel. I can do comedy out in Chicago for a night. So it's that's you know, awesome. Yeah. Um, that's magical. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm, I'm. You know, some other people might be. Uh, you know, those shows might in some ways uh, exploit people's poverty or something. You know, I mean, right. if they're if they're made to look bad, but for me, it's like. It's oh. like a credit or something. So you know? do you think they're going to, like, totally. dig into your past? Like, well, we know oh, no, that you're yeah, addicted I, to meth. Yeah, but, I mean, that's like, you know, in my comedy, I mean, I talk about that. I mean, it's like, it's kind of, like, sucks because if you Google me, it's, like, some of the first things that pop up and, like, you know, it's hard to get jobs that way, I guess. But, yeah, yeah I've been pretty open thing? about my, you know, like, I, I, you know, I was in recovery and stuff like that. So I, I've been br- very open about my, my, my yeah. past. No, I just, stuff, I find yeah. it fascinating because, like, me- like. And it's seriously what we were just talking about. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm. Uh, you know, I got I got hooked on it when I came out here. Um, yeah. Uh, mainly, mainly because uh, just for like working and stuff like that. Like, I, it's mm-hmm. a very uh, utilitarian drug for mm-hmm. me. But it kind of it took over my life. It ruined my marriage. It, I mean, it's been a very bad, bad thing that I've dealt with. But it's something I definitely uh, that you went you through know, and you came out better. Yeah, for yeah, it. yeah. And um, and you know, I had sort of around the time of this accident and stuff like this uh like this past summer i had like i had had seven months clean i went through a pulled program and mm-hmm. you know and i was on a very good trajectory and then i had sort of a relapse this summer and gotcha. came out of that but yeah yeah i've been clean for a little while now and you know it's like, well congratulations yeah that's, yeah, awesome. that's yeah, awesome yeah i know it's hard to kick yeah yeah it's funny though it was uh, uh when uh i was just doing the roast battle at mm-hmm. Helium with oh, like yeah. yeah me and pa, me and Adam Posse had like a very uh, a very contested round but uh oh, yeah there was a lot of jokes of, yeah there was a lot of jokes about uh about like I mean it's kind of yeah 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 about me yeah because it, it, it did kind of mess up my trajectory in, in comedy here locally yeah. uh, definitely because I definitely ha- um you know I would you know I've had a lot of ups and downs because you mm-hmm. know when I when I get into that mode I kind of leave everybody including right. co- you know i don't leave comedy like i still do comedy but it's not the same like i'm not excited about it or mm. you know, yeah or like you know it's 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 Different. it's not a good thing to have in your life being a meth addict. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> spoilers meth is bad <laughs> yeah yeah hey not even ten thousand times um, <laughs> ever <laughs> but i don't know well, you're like not selling the bad meth point because now you're going to be a tv star yeah right yeah, yeah because of it probably. well not because you of have it, all but, your teeth yeah i know well yeah that's the thing it's like i actually look better than i did before i started meth. Like, <laughs> so if you did a faces of math like <laughs> it's not good for the kids it you weathered you just right yeah when i first moved to portland i was all pudgy and like I, I had a stu- I had stupid facial hair and stuff, you know. I don't know. <laughs> now you have like you have some full full yeah, grown well, facial is, hair. Yeah, this is just like yeah, me being lasy. But yeah, um, but yeah, no, I I I look better. Like meth meth <laughs> made me look better. Um, <laughs> But it did a lot of. Oh, but internally, it uh, has destroyed me. So I don't do it. <laughs> yeah, but you can't see. You can't see those demons. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so your interview is today. Do you have to send any like more pictures of like body parts or anything? No, I don't think so. No. Just the teeth. Yeah, I just had to do that to make sure I had teeth because they said people, you know, people show up to those shows without teeth and they don't want to put people on TV without. So you so your witch <laughs> ex is she Wiccan? I don't know. I she's just like that's kind of like she's into you know spells and stuff like that. I don't know. I don't know a whole lot about it, but um, it was someone I was dating, and it was a, it's a friend. But we were actually like um, 
it's what's funny is that like she had put in I think for Judge Mathis like a long time ago. And actually, like, our relationship had turned into something that was pretty caustic in, in terms of our, like, text messages and stuff like that. And, you know, you know, it gets all complicated. But, like, um, but then out of nowhere, they called her back. So then she's like, do you want to do this? And, not, and so now we're being civil. <laughs> <laughs> we both want our shot at this. Yeah, well, Let's yeah, because, like, she's getting, you know, like, I, 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 we, there was a, I don't know, there was a disagreement on the price and stuff like that. But, like. You know, she's getting it all paid. Like, I don't have the money right now. And she's getting yeah. it, like, you know, like, they they pay the judgment. Plus, it's, like, fun, you know, it's fun. Go to Chicago. Yeah. yeah. Stay in a hotel. You right. Know? Hang out and do a TV show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah it'll be oh. fun. for. I'm, like, the perfect person for this. You know, other people, it might be... I don't know, maybe exploitative or something. But. Yeah. yeah. No, I, would, I wouldn't even know what to say if I came on there because they ask you, I guess, personal questions. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't – I mean I, my, my, my stuff's already out there. It's not like anyone sees it, but it is out there, so yeah. I don't really right. care. Yeah. yeah. It's not like some <laughs> shocking secret. No, 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 not yeah. at all. And you get so. to hang out in Chicago. Yeah, I know. Yeah, oh. and I, it's one of the cities I want to go to and do, do comedy and stuff. You know, it's got a really great comedy scene, so. Well, I hope, you, I I hope you go to court. There. Yeah, That's yeah, me too. Yeah, today I'll find out probably. We hope you win, buddy. <laughs> but uh, before that, though, yeah, this week, you yeah, have a show. let's talk about your show on Wednesday night, <laughs> yeah. Loose Cannons. Yeah, loose at cannons. Helium Comedy Club. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a, a fun time. Uh, me and my, my friend Alex Rios uh, are hosting it, and um, it's the first one. Hopefully, there'll be more. Um, but yeah. Uh, good lineup. Um, basically, yeah. like the concept for the show was, I, I, I brought it to Helium because. You know, there was an interview uh, in something with the manage, well, the former management of like, uh, well, with Shana and um, uh-huh. and Adam, who used to work there, and there yeah. and it was about like, and Adam actually called my name out, like he said, he said, you know, there's a lot of people, basically, like there's a lot of people that are funny in town, but we, they don't fit within our model of like, you know, they have a system there on how yeah. they hire mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and they're like, and and I don't know, he said he was like, could you imagine Tim Ledwith hosting for John Lovitz or something? You know, he he said yeah. that in the interview. <laughs> yeah. So it got me thinking about how well, you know, there are a lot of funny people in town, and for whatever reason, they don't they don't fit within their model, or they're not ready to be hired by them, or they can't be hired by them, or you know, stuff like that, or they just don't have room for them. So like, I yeah. I, I, I approached them with the idea of having a show just for like the sort of, you know. The Misfits. Yeah, the Misfits. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. The so, Loose Cannons. The so Loose Cannons. cannons. <laughs> yeah, so I read so it showcases some of the most hilarious Misfits, experimental types, wild yeah. cards, new additions, and lesser-known gems in Portland. Yeah. Christian Ricketts, Wendy Weiss, both of them. Yeah. You know, friends of this show. That's that's awesome. Yeah, that's yeah, really yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, and uh, you know, Shane Bre- Brennan, he's, he's, he's really, he just moved here this week. Yeah, I don't think we, I don't yeah. know him. He's very funny. He's, uh, he's from L.A., but he just moved here. So, um, and then, you know, Mohammed. So he moved from L.A.? To Portland. Yeah, he did, yeah. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he knows something we don't. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I, I get I, this place has a buzz to it, but, you know, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe we need new people because uh, this this week it seemed like the Portland comedy scene kind of imploded on oh itself. Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> Tim. All right, just like just uh, inside baseball, um, watching the whole there was yeah. a big Portland comedian like Facebook fight this past week. Yeah, yeah. it was the most amazing thing I've ever like. I was I eating it's popcorn up to like seven hundred like, comments. Seven hundred. Yeah, on that thread. Or, there's yeah. a lot going on yeah. there. Yeah, but yeah, it's all ridiculous. None of it needed to happen. But it's, you know, it, uh, that's it's it's a funny world. I like I like you know I like I'm I'm plugged into it, but I do I don't know. 
I'm glad I'm not on meth anymore because I would have been more involved in that fight if I was on meth. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you're not either. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get involved. Yeah. Don't get involved. <laughs> well, well, so it's you. Yeah, so it's Christian, Wendy, Shane, uh, Milan Patel, who we just had on. Yeah, yeah. Me, yeah uh-huh. Milan, yeah, super funny, a good friend of mine. And then uh, Mohanad El Shikia. Yeah, it's, um, I think it's going to be a, a great show. I hope, hopefully, uh, people come out. <laughs> that's rad. Well, and so, get tickets at heliumcomedy.com, too. You yeah. can pick them up now. Yeah. Five bucks. That's a that's a great deal. Yeah, yeah. I had the, the price as low as it yeah. know, can get. That's perfect. <laughs> no. That's a great deal. And a great lineup. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Tim, thank you so much for coming yeah. in. Oh, this my is gosh. Fascinating. You've yeah. yeah. got to come well, back on another time. Oh, yeah, for yeah, sure. We're going to yeah, have yeah. you on, and we're going to let you go so that you can have your interview with Judge Mathis. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> I don't yeah. know if the judge actually calls. Or Dude, that, would be, that would be <laughs> That would be That would be awesome. <laughs> and you have to wear By the way, uh, Tim has been wearing the most awesome pair of sunglasses this entire time. Oh, yeah, yeah. I you, got... should probably, you, should, you should wear the sunglasses. I think I uh, I just wear them on accident anyway. So. Uh-huh. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah, You're so. eccentric. You're kooky yeah. Portland. Oh, oh <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. Hey, Tim, where can people follow you? Um, uh, on Twitter, at uh, Tim Ledwith. Um, and then, you know, friend me on Facebook. Same same name. You know, cool. Stuff like that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I have I, I also run an open mic on Thursdays at um, the No Fun um, no fun bar uh, called Par- the Paradox Open Mic, and um, it's on. It's about seven p.m. at No Fun on Hawthorne. Cool. Okay, I knew I saw it. It's near like Devil's Still, right? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. It's like attached to. That. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. very cool. Yeah, awesome. Well, Tim, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. This Sweet. was a pleasure. Yeah. All right, we'll be back in a bit with more Fun Employment Radio. Yeah. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. There we go. Tim Ledwith. Right <laughs> here. awesome. Who knew that was going to be the theme of today? I, that was <laughs> I totally unintentional no, and not planned. <laughs> but neither of us had any idea about the, the whole yeah. meth thing like yeah. at all. Yeah. That was genuinely. He's great, though. Yeah. So, no, uh, he was really cool. Yeah, so his show is at Helium Comedy on Wednesday I can't night. wait to watch him on Judge Mathis. I know. I really want him to he get the part now. He a picture of his teeth. Are you kidding me? Uh, it's so funny. I mean, in, <laughs> in college, I had some, like, friends of friends. It was this uh, couple and then their buddy, and they faked a whole love triangle. You told me about on, this. Yeah. I remember. She, she dressed up. Like, they were all just normal people. that They were going to Oregon State, and they got on there, and she dressed up, like, just super slutty, and then had him in there, and then... Uh, her boyfriend at the time, and then it was like their friend pretended to be the other lover, and she surprised him on the show. It's like, and now I'm with this guy, and then it was it's his best friend. It was all fake. They oh, but they wow. faked their way all the way onto television for uh, Jerry Springer. It was oh, a Jerry Springer episode. Man. Yeah, Jerry Springer was so amazing. But I remember what happened. We're like, they made it. They were going to be on there. And we're watching <laughs> it. And like, they were like hippies too. But she was all dressed up in like spandex and like cut off shirts and like yeah, it was wow. it was hilarious. That um, seems like something you'd do. Yeah, I, well, I at that time I thought about it. I'm like, oh man, I gotta see if I can figure out how to do this. I missed. Never did though. No. Never did. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that'll be that'll be hilarious. Um, okay, we do have to do some ball talk before we do that. As we roll into it, <laughs> we're rolling because I already hit this. I want to give a big shout out to fine sponsor, Fun Employment Radio. Next adventure. Next adventure. Oh my goodness, we just bumped into um, a couple of our. Best buddies from Next Adventure, Mike Absolutely. and Sarah. Absolutely. They are down there in Next Adventure, and Next Adventure is a fine sponsor of Fun Employment Radio. We really, really do appreciate them. They're awesome. And uh, especially since here in Portland, we're starting to get some nicer weather, which means it's time to start thinking about your spring and summer uh, outdoor needs and Next camping. Adventure. Are you going to do more camping this summer? I'm going to do as much camping as I can. Yeah. 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 I'm, I like camping. It's camping. I like camping. You can 
Make it a can ping. You can. We'll just go ahead and cut that part out. Yeah. But uh, nextadventure.net, or of course their main, <laughs> their their big store right here in Portland on the corner of Grand and Stark. And uh, definitely go in there, say hi, take a picture, post it, tag us at Fun Up Radio. That would be cool. And uh, let them know that you're going down there to Next Adventure. That would be awesome. Nextadventure.net. Why'd you say it like that? I don't know. Next Adventure. I don't know. They don't say it like that at all. But that's just how I said it. Maybe they do. I don't Maybe know that's why their I new thing. That. Come down to Next Adventure. No, they don't. They really they, that's don't. That's not. I'm guaranteed no. that's not it. Probably. I don't know why I just did that, and I'm I'm sorry. I'm embarrassed. Next adventure is awesome. All right, uh, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. So in ball talk, we've got a couple of different things to get to here. There's some some big big things are afoot, Sarah. Tell me more about the big, big things that are afoot. News and things are happening. Wait, there's news and things. There's news and things. News and things that are happening, including. Things such as my browser closed, so I'm trying to open it. As oh, these stories that I so really want to share with you, I'm really <laughs> excited about what we've got today because there's just so many different things that I want to make God, sure people are aware of and make sure that people know about. Greg, because what I want to hear when what, I tune into Ball Talk is I need to know the big sports stories of the day. Like I know that there are sports happening, mm-hmm. but I'm not quite sure like what's what happening. It is. So it's what, nice to like. Hear what is happening. That's what this segment is for. Are you seriously? Is your computer still? Nope, it's up. All right. Okay. That's why we have Ball Talk so that I can inform you. Well, here's the first thing. On Friday, if you listen to this show, you know that I played a song by a Bosnian group <gasps> that was celebrating the Portland Trailblazers' newest sensation, Yusuf Nurkic. Yusuf Nurkic. Yusuf Nurkic and uh, how great he's been playing and what a oh, how energizing Greg. he's been to the entire franchise no. and everything that's happened. Later on Friday, reports came We're out. We're not saying that it's Greg's fault. It's not my fault. Definitely not saying that it's Greg Nibbler's fault. Yusuf or- Nurkish, Trailblazer sensation, out for two weeks with a fractured leg. And when they say two Tibia, weeks, it's, it's, you know it's going to be longer than that. They say two weeks. Fibula, I don't know which one it was. But yeah, it, out, they say out for two weeks with a hairline which means fracture. Like a month. Knowing the Trailblazers... I'm just guessing, and I hope that's not it, because he's really fun to watch play. I'm going to guess in two weeks they're going to say, like, oh, and we had a setback, and he's out for six more months. That's unfortunately what I'm guessing, but I, I'm hoping not. Anyway, Yusuf Nurkic out. Trailblazers did still win, though, without him. We'll see what happens. So there we go. Yusuf Nurkic down. Yusuf down Nurkic. goes Nurkic. Nurkic. Um, moving on to ball talk. Another team. Another thing that's uh, down right now is the University of Connecticut women's basketball program. So the University of Women's Basketball, or University of Women's, <laughs> University of Connecticut Greg, women's basketball program. I don't know if program. I told you, but I went to the University of Women. Yeah. <laughs> what are you, a University of Women or what? Uh, University of Connecticut women's basketball program is one of the most dominant programs in the history of all team sports. They had won 111 games in a row. 111 games in a row. Oh, that's real good for lady basketball, Greg. That's good for any kind of basketball. Like multiple seasons where they won the championship. That was the best answer. I was baiting you. Well, it is. I mean, No, I know. You did great. They're one of the most dominant athletic programs you of all time, did. if not the. You did great. So 111 straight games won. That streak ended, though, in the uh, women's Final Four when Mississippi State beat Connecticut. And he's down. And they're, and they're out. So University of Connecticut did lose against Mississippi State. 
So there it is. Uh, it's being noted in the chat. Uh, Vicky says they already said he's up. Just back to the Nurkic thing, just to clarify. Yusuf Nurkic. The, the season only lasts about two weeks, so the playoffs start then. So they're saying he could be back for the playoffs. Unless there's something new I haven't heard, he's gonna be, he could be back for the playoffs. Aaron in the All chat right. is asking, is Lady Basketball like Lady Podcasters? Yes, exactly. <laughs> just, uh, I'm not getting involved. All right, so anyway, Connecticut wow. uh, lost. After after 111 straight games, South Carolina went on to beat Mississippi State in the women's final four. So we have that update. Now let's get to the to the other one, the March Madness, the men's tournament. Two games on I Saturday. You were talking about the insanity of the month before April. Insanity of the month before April. Actually, it's April now, so never mind. That doesn't make any sense anymore. Yeah, but it's still called that. It's April Madness now. I don't know. Anyway. Why would it... Gonzaga... You don't know. We're in the throes of April. But it's still called March Madness. No, it's April Madness now. It's not, that's not what it's called. Well, it doesn't make any sense being called March. It's like Gonzaga December Gonzaga versus South Carolina in the first match. And as I predicted here on Fun Employment Radio, Gonzaga won. Gonzaga moved on into the championship game, which is later on today. And on the other game, University of Oregon versus... North Carolina. North Carolina, the storied program that's won a gajillion of these things. Oregon in it for the in the Final Four for the first time since 1939. The game went down to I the final five seconds. How many people have said since 1939? Like Everyone's like, oh, you know that Oregon hasn't been in it since... Like, everyone has latched onto that number, that date. Well, it's just so long ago, it's kind of weird. It is, I know, but everybody remembers that. They're like, oh, you know that they haven't been there since 1939. I'm like, yes, I... Fucking no. 1939. 1939. The last, time the last time Oregon was in the Final Four. And they won it that time. And this one. This came down to the wire. Five seconds left. Oregon was down by one point. I believe it was one point, I think is what the final score was. It was one point or two points. Let me double check that. Anyway, within a score. No, it was 72 to 75, wasn't it? No. No, no, no. It was much closer than that. 76 to 77. Uh, so, North Carolina 77, Oregon 76, with five seconds left. North Carolina got fouled. They shot two free throws, missed, missed both. both. And uh, at that point, Oregon had a chance to rebound, and then five seconds is actually enough time to really get a shot off, uh, a pretty decent shot if you get down the court. Um, they did not get the rebound. Instead, North Carolina got it, at which point they fouled them again, leaving still four seconds on the clock. So even if North Carolina hit both of those, Oregon will be looking for a three-pointer to try to tie the game. But with four seconds left, you, you can do that. That's definitely possible. Weirder things have happened in college basketball. However, Oregon proceeded to not get a rebound a second time in a row after multiple chances. And North Carolina ran out the clock, and that was the end of the game. So Oregon lost by one point. I did predict it. And now I was rooting for Oregon because I, you know, I'm going to root for the Northwest team. I'm not going to root for North Carolina, the giant. You know, they're the Giants. I'm not going to root for them. Mm-hmm. But uh, nonetheless, I did predict that North Carolina was going to win, and so North Carolina and Gonzaga playing for the championship tonight. An update on the Fun Employment Radio Tournament of Champions, though, Sarah. I have, I have some news, and it's not the greatest news. There's been some scandal. And I've heard rumors of what? it, and I didn't want to bring it up until now. Greg. I didn't want to bring up the scandal. Oh, my God. I didn't God. want to bring up what's happening. All right. What's happening? Right now, in the Fun Employment Radio Tournament of Champions, and a lot of people have been bringing this up, and I, I have to address it head on. <sighs> right now, looking at our tournament, 
our bracket. We have uh, about 100 people competing. Sitting at number three, Greg Nibbler's champion bracket. I'm at number three in this tournament, tied with Dwayne, the Canadian Moose Knuckle. I am. Hang on. Oh, I am. Hang on. I'm at number three. Hang on. Above me at number two, unbracket my heart. Oh, my God. And at number one, and here's where the scandal's going to happen, and I'm really sorry to bring this up. It's gonna, a lot of people are going to be disappointed. Who's I, unbracket my heart? I don't know. They a. just have A. I don't know who the person is. Hmm. At number one right now, maybe not flung, Tristan with his bracket. So who's coming in second? Well, right now it's unbracket my heart because you're at a piddly third. And here's where the scandal is. I've received rumors as commissioner of the league. I have to address this head on. And it's, you know, the it falls on my shoulders to make sure that everything's on the up and up in this league. And um, there have been allegations that Tristan Mayer found a way to cheat the system. And I've heard about this. There's been scandal brewing. Was it the Back to the Future thing where he got the the book? I don't know. I've got a team investigating it right now to get to the bottom of it. But there is a lot. If the evidence plays out, we may have the first ever disqualification from from the front point. Oh, my God. You are not disqualified. So as as the commissioner, I have to to go where the evidence (laughs) takes me. And right now, the allegations are pretty. Serious. <laughs> All right. What are the? Tell me the allegations. How is he the cheating? allegations? Tell me more about how he's cheating. Are that somehow? Here's one of the allegations I've heard. Somehow that he went to the future. Since our brackets are so similar, <laughs> he was able to log in to an unlocked computer. Wait, what? That doesn't even make any sense. Possible Russian hackers to crack the password code to none other than my bracket to look at it tweak it slightly, and then copy what I had done to make sure that he came out just ahead of me. These are what I've, I've heard. This is one of the allegations is that there, there could have been Russians involved. There's a lot of as millions, millions of illegal brackets could be out there right now. I know that mine's good. I, I mean, know I'm, that you, you know that your bracket is fine. Well, I know that I'm true to the game and true to the Tournament oh of Champions. Tristan is not cheating. Well, there's no way the evidence, that he, the evidence will let us know. There is no evidence. So if you have evidence and you'd <laughs> like to come absolutely forward, absolutely no evidence. I can promise you, if you're in the tournament of champions, I will promise you, I will give you immunity if you come forward with more evidence. I do feel like maybe Tristan, Tristan did go to the future, and then he got one of those, you know, the books of like who wins the World Series. Another possible, another who possible wins case. March Madness. You know, we'll have to see. But if he does, we get can't disqualified, pr- We can't prove that Tristan did not go to the future. I can't prove he didn't cheat. I can't prove he didn't go to. Can the he future. prove he didn't cheat? If he can prove it, so. We'll have to see where the evidence plays out. But if nothing else, I think definitely an asterisk is going to go next to it. <laughs> Keelan's calling Tristan right now. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where we're at right now. Sitting at number one with an asterisk. Tristan, with his racket suits coming second. Tristan has been relentless of rubbing this in my face, by the oh, way, know, in all amazing. seriousness. No, I would do the exact same thing. I like it. He gives you, like, daily updates. He, he posts it constantly. Hey, great. Just took it on the bracket again. We'll let you know. I would totally do that myself. Yeah, Brahim and Hanna are saying that uh, we might need to get an outside investigator. It's true. We might have to. 
Oh, there's tapping allegations. Okay, there's lots of allegations there's coming through. There's so many allegations. i got to follow the evidence. All right. <laughs> anyway, right now, there it is. Who's coming in second? The problem is I can't even beat him because we have the exact same champion. And Suman. So I cannot pass him. With the, the awesome the Trump typo for tap that he also did. Good job. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, well done. All right, so there's that. Um, oh, okay. The, we oh do have one God. final thing. I'm sorry. It's a big day in ball talk, and I've got I've to talk about this. Um, Major League Baseball is starting up, sir. <gasps> I saw that there was a Cubs game on yesterday. Now, you may remember that last year, I... Oh, no. ...predicted who would win the World Series right there at the beginning of the season. I made that prediction. I said, you take your 1908 or whatever it was. No, 1939. That was the last time that uh, U of O went to the Final Four. I hadn't heard about that. So, last year, I made a prediction at the beginning of this season where I predicted that the Chicago Cubs would win the World Series, and lo and behold, they won it. Well, this year I'm making another prediction, Sarah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to double down. I'm not doubling down. I'm, I'm making another prediction. I think I'm going to be right on this, about who's going to win the World Series. Before I tell you, though, I did just want to bring up a couple of food items, because I know you, you're a food fan. Is it about hot dogs I'm serving? Yes, actually. Uh, so there's one of the big things about Major League Baseball is the different ballparks all come up with weird, strange foods for each stadium kind of has their own little thing. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to read off a couple of them and have you tell me if these sound good or not. Okay. So this is in Kansas City. Mm -hmm. They have something called the Sunrise Dog. I like it already. Tell me more about. It's a jumbo hot dog Uh topped with a fried egg, Uh, two fried egg, uh, or no, one fried egg, uh, bacon, cheddar mm -hmm. cheese, and a white sausage gravy. No. No? No. Okay. That's a no on that one. I'm surprised. I kind of thought maybe you'd go for that. No. What if the egg wasn't on there? I don't like the bacon. Really? I don't, I don't, I, I think I'd probably eat all of it, but the bacon. Oh. I don't need, I don't need a competing meat. Like, why would you put bacon on a hot dog? That's redundant. Okay. I mean, I would eat it with the egg and the, and the cheese. Really? And the sauce, and the gravy. Yeah. No bacon. Okay. Yeah. All right. Interesting. Didn't expect that one. A um, couple of other things uh, that I want to break up. Here's the, there's something called the pulled pork patty melt. Mm. This is also in Kansas I'm City, actually. not really actually. a big pork fan. Well, it's a funnel cake topped with barbecued pulled pork, a fried onion, shredded cheddar, Monterey Jack cheese, bacon, and a jalapeno pepper on a skewer. Is that a no? I'd do that with some sour cream. Yeah. It's so, so it's not quite enough things on it. No, no, no. You'd have to add some sour cream in there. Yes. All right. Minus the jalapeno plus sour cream. Yes. Plus sour cream. Okay. All right. Well, I'll give you just, uh, let's see, we'll do do uh, one more here. There's there's a lot of combinations of fruit with meat that really I've noticed. like the sweet and the savory. Yeah, there's uh, the chicken funnel cake sandwich from the Diamondbacks from Arizona. Chicken served between funnel cakes with garlic, black pepper, cheddar, strawberry jam, Ooh. and maple syrup dipping sauce. Ew, not the maple syrup. Everything else, yes. So the fruit with the cheese and the chicken. Yes. I, don't, I can't say that's really a combo I've tried, so I don't know. I think that sounds delightful. Huh. I, I don't, but I'm not a big fan of maple syrup, so I wouldn't. Well, I wouldn't the maple syrup comes like on the side. Syrup. So right, it's, well, it's on the side. Dip it in there. All right. Yeah, so and it's just uh, just one of the things. All right, so anyway, those are there's a lot of different uh, kinds of fruit and food out there. Oh, Greg, it looks like my uh, baconless hot dog is the new prosciutto. People are asking me, why would I not want bacon on a hot dog? If it's crispy bacon, I'll go for it. I don't like the stringy bacon. No. Oh, I We've love stringy bacon. This is why you love prosciutto. I love mushy bacon. I don't like it too it's crispy. All I is. like it when it's just like when it's still like floppy. Ew. Oh, I love 
sloppy bacon. Yeah, okay. That that explains why you like prosciutto. Everybody likes prosciutto. I'm still getting messages from people on Twitter. Yeah, I've had a lot of messages about yeah. that. A former co-worker, co-worker uh, Dimitri. Oh, Demir? Oh, Demir, excuse me. Our yeah. former co-worker, Demir. Yeah, basically called oh, me a, a monster. Yeah. Like, and he, he's like a very, like quiet guy and he was he like is. using full on profanity at you. Yeah, I was pretty I was like, kind it was of shocked. pretty aggressive. I was kind of shocked. I was kind of shocked too. Yeah. Very Shudo angry. really is a Yep. It's a big divider. It is what it is. All right, it's time. The winner of the 2017 World Series becoming the Major League Baseball champion will be Who's down to about five teams? Pick one. People are interested in the process, I'm sure. Down to five teams that I had to decide from. I'm just going to tell you, I thought about doubling down on the Cubs. It's not going to be the Cubs. The championship was too much for them. They're not going to get it. Thought about going down to Houston. The Astros, they've been on the verge for a while. No Astros. New York, maybe the Mets. Maybe the Mets finally get over that hump and win one right now. Nope. I'm guessing no. All right. The San Francisco Giants, always a safe bet because they've won so many over the last few years, but it's not going to be them either. The winner of the 2017 World Series will be the Washington Nationals. What? The Washington Nationals are going to win the 2017 World Series. You heard it here first on Fun Employment Radio. We'll I don't even playing know this. that's the name of a team. That's a that's a team? We'll be playing this again in November. Washington Nationals. The Was- Washington Nationals? The Washington Nationals. They used to be the Montreal Expos. Uh, okay. They've been the Nationals for a while, but the Washington Nationals will win the Major League Baseball Championship for 2017, winning the World Series. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. All right, great. There are a lot of people saying they didn't know that was a team. Yeah, I've, I've never even heard of that <laughs> yeah, team. Yeah, it used to be the Montreal Expos. Well, I don't think I've heard of that either, so. Okay. Well, then, yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, has anyone really? Yeah, Washington, D.C., to clarify if anybody was confused on that part. It's oh, yeah, not the I state figured. of Washington. Okay. All right. Yeah. There we go. Mm-hmm. All right. It's going to feel good to play that in November. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us what a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We really do appreciate it. Big thanks to Tim Thank you to in. Tim Ledwith for joining us here on the show. Again, you can get Again, tickets. Again, accidental meth connection. That yeah. Was, uh, that, that was pretty awesome. Weird how that happened. Mm-hmm. Weird how that happened. I kind of wanted to ask him more questions about meth, but I didn't, I, I didn't know the protocol. Well, we've we didn't to, know. Well, because we've talked about meth, and like I kind of wanted to be like, so what? But I don't want, you know, if he's in recovery, I don't want to be like, hey. I'm sure he seems pretty open about it. We yeah. can have another show where we actually do talk about it. All right. Because you and I talking about meth, we, we don't know what we're talking about. No, I only know my observations of my neighbors. Mm-hmm. We should ask if he gets, like, really loud and yelly. You should have shown him your walk. Well, I don't really... Well, he'll, he's already heard this now. He's seen the walk Yeah. at this point because it's going to be up on our episode. I didn't think sure about will. it. All right. Anyway, thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Radio. Like we said, you are all fantastic. And we really, really 
really do appreciate it. We do. A lot. Yes. Uh, don't forget, there's lots of other programming here on the Fun Employment Radio Network to tune into as well. Got some amazing uh, other podcasts that are part of it. Eat Food Already. It's going to be on tomorrow. And, oh, tomorrow. Well, okay, we're going to talk about something that we're doing with Geek mm-hmm. in the City tomorrow as well. <gasps> I'm so excited, yes. Yeah, we'll talk about that on tomorrow's show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be fun. But anyway, again, thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. You're all uh, lovely, amazing people. You're the best. Stay off the meth. We'll be back uh, tomorrow with more <laughs> Fun Employment Radio. Com. Bye, friends. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.